Hi, and welcome to today's podcast episode. This episode is for Monday, October 5th. 5th. <laughs> Thank you, Mom. Okay. <laughs> yep, so Monday, October 5th, we're a little bit earlier filming this, just, you know, a few days before. October 1st, we're filming. Yeah, October. Yeah. It's October 1st. We made it. October. So, yeah. I can't believe it. I know. And because it's, so it's October, I thought a fall quilt would be great for I love this quilt. our backdrop. This is my maple sky quilt, and it's a fat quarter quilt, and I just love it. it. I made it with all different fig tree scraps, and I have a pattern for it. And there's also a mini that works great for a tabletop or wall hanging or pillow. So I was actually about to bring up the mini because... I, when she brought this quilt out for the podcast today, I remember when you made this and you were so excited about it and I took pictures of this quilt for you. I started like taking pictures for, for your quilts and I took a picture of the mini and I think I still have it. Um, but the mini is super cute too. So I still need to make that one. Yeah. It's (laughs) so many projects to make you guys. So much to make. Yeah. And then on the table is my cottage charm quilt made with harvest road fabrics by our friend Vanessa Gertson of Lola Boutique and it's in my labor of love quilt book and I got this one out to decorate too because it just kind of says fall to me oh totally these colors and these prints and this is a great beginner pattern if you're looking for something to make for your first quilt yeah and I'm really excited because I helped piece this one you did I did yeah and when when you brought it out on the table, I was like, oh, I pieced this that's, at the retreat we were at together. That's right. And it was cool because it was my very first actual retreat, like going somewhere and staying the night and sewing with like a bunch of women. And I still have friend. I made some amazing friendships there. Yeah. Hi, Vivian, if you're watching. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we that retreat was hosted by Quilters Addict. Yes. It was so much fun. It was and a lot of fun. I'm glad I went. Yeah, it was over your birthday. Yes. And I remember I felt bad taking you away from your family on your birthday, but I also thought this will be great. She's never been to a retreat. She can see what it's all about. And yeah. And they even like surprised me with a birthday cake. It was a wonderful birthday weekend. So yeah, yeah, we love them. They are awesome, awesome people. Yeah. They're up in Bountiful, Utah. And we actually traveled to Idaho for the retreat. Yeah. 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 It was quite a drive, but it's always like fun for us to travel together because normally we're flying places and right. Uh, so yeah, the days of travel. Yes, <laughs> it's before, been a little while. Yeah, it's been a while, but that's okay. Yeah. So that's funny. I was yeah. wondering today how come I haven't read as much this year as normal. And yeah. Then I thought it's because I do did so much of my reading on airplanes. Exactly. So yeah. Haven't been on an airplane since. Or grading papers. She used to grade when she was teaching college (laughs) English um, papers on the plane. Yes, I would totally just tune out and listen to some music. So yeah. (laughs) Okay, so what's going on? What's new? So the planners are shipping here. I spent all day yesterday shipping. So if you pre-ordered or ordered in the past couple of days, it is on your way on its way to you. It looks so good. I'm it turned super, out really, really good. I, oh, it's just so fun to have it here. So yeah, I'm going to be doing some, I did a video that just posted last week where you can kind of see some of the pages. If you haven't seen that, you can. Oh, that's good. That way people it. can get a little preview. Right. 
I like that. I think I've mentioned this before, but like when you're buying things online and there's only like the one picture of it, I'm like, no, right. I want to see like what I'm investing myself in. Right. You know, is this something that works for me? So when you're able to show a few things, so that's good that you did that. Yeah. It was great that Martin Gill gave me so many photographs of, of yeah. I mean, they didn't give everything that's in the planner, but a, a good amount so you can get a good idea. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and then... New find, we couldn't remember, maybe we have already talked about this, but these are the Clover Mini Wonder Clips, and they're so cute, I just... I don't think you've talked about these. Yeah, I don't know, this is new to me, so... Because I need to up my Wonder Clip rainbow game (laughs) now, she's got like a whole rainbow, I'm like, oh wait, there's more than just red and blue, like... Yeah, I love these, so... Yeah, those are so cute. Super cute. So, And where is where did they come in that container? They came in the container, yeah, which... Okay, and the reason I ask that is because mom is like the container guru. <laughs> like, she even messaged me the other day. I'm like, hey, weren't you talking about these containers? Where did you get them? And she's like, the container store. That's where I get my container. <laughs> and so I just... She's very organized. And I am too, I feel like. But... um. I was just wondering if those were like from somewhere else. Cause yeah, I know they came in that container. Yeah. But yeah, I did find some great containers at the container store for storing our pattern inventory. Yeah, that's I, what I was curious about. I just ordered some for you too. So oh, thank you. Yeah, so She's the best. Dude. <laughs> I finally got all my pattern inventory organized the way I wanted it. Oh, so good. Good. It's, it's been saving a little bit of time. So. Yeah, so planners of shipping. Oh, my labor of love quilt along has just started. The first block released on Wednesday on well, no, Tuesday, September 30th. I didn't get it posted till late at night, but it's there and then from now on every Thursday, new block. Oh, awesome. So, awesome. and the only downside of that is that the Balboa fabrics have been delayed. Yeah. We thought they were arriving and I finally contacted somebody at Moda this earlier this week, and some of the fabrics are there, but the problem is that they're not all there, and the pre-cuts were not there as of earlier this week, so it's just going to, you know, it's just one of those things with everything that's going on. Yeah, and we have been super appreciative of everyone who has been so understanding because, you know, shipping is kind of out of everyone's control right now for everything, and so... We were definitely bummed, but everyone has been so kind and so supportive. You know, we understand. And so we just appreciate, you know, yes, we totally understand that it can be so frustrating, but it's, it will be here. It will be here. It will be here. Yeah. And we're just as anxious as everybody. So yeah. And we both did a new pattern to share when it ships. And so we're both holding on to those for, yeah, we're going to wait, I guess. Yeah. We'll wait until they start shipping so so we will move into the listener questions and the first one we just kind of want to clarify because somebody wrote in and asked about if Chelsea had a YouTube channel or if she would be doing tutorials and we I've had this YouTube channel since I'm not sure how long 2008 do you remember we get you to pipe in Billy I can't remember 2014 (laughs) okay so six years so it's been a while and Chelsea filmed some three or four videos last week. Yeah, Billy and I filmed some videos last week, and we actually were able to share one on the YouTube. Right. 
um, last week. And so you'll just be, you'll be seeing me more on my mom's channel. Right. So So I will be doing tutorials and videos. And so you'll see, you'll see me there. So hopefully I'll see you guys there too. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It was, that was fun to, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah, and then maybe someday eventually you'll have your own yeah. too, but for now just Yeah, right now popping you'll see in me here. See me hanging out with mom. Right. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> right. Okay, so Oh, what is we got a question about what our favorite notion yes. is. Um, and it's so funny because earlier I was just talking, we were doing a video. Right. And we we taped a video for shop owners yes. for a virtual quilt market. Yeah. And the same question. Yeah. And was, I felt kind of silly because immediately my answer was, well, my rotary cutter <laughs> and like my seam ripper, but then I was cut. And then my mom gave a really great answer and I was like, oh, well, I guess those are just like general. So, I mean, I can't do anything without them. And so that's, I don't know how I, I think feel. it's fine if that's yeah. your favorite. Notion. I would say though, like, like, a different type of notion because like obviously they're the there's the ones you need it's like you need a sewing machine and a cutting mat and all those things right but I will always go back to the diagonal seam tape and I shared uh that triangle ruler on right. here a couple episodes ago those are right. things that are obviously different notions for specific things right that I love so right yeah and on the other video I shared that I've just been loving triangle paper I think for about the past year when I had kind of a little group of other Moda designers that really set out to convince me of its usefulness and I I actually time tested it and if you're making a lot it's the way to go so that's one of my you favorite s- notions you make me smile and you time tested it <laughs> I did <laughs> and then that mini simple folded corners ruler by Dougley Co I love that too oh that and yeah. I have that ruler that is a great yeah. That's a great and wonder clips. Tool. I've been doing a lot of binding lately. Yeah, I, I have a confession clips. to make. <laughs> Mom, she she wouldn't admit this. She's too nice. <laughs> she has been binding quilts for me because she's trying to get caught up on her Grey's Anatomy before the next season premiere. She's like, "Oh, if you have any quilts to bind," so I literally went home and got like a stack of quilts, and I have more. <laughs> right. And she she's so sweet. She's like. I just finished a couple of your quilts, finding them up. I'm like, you are too good to me. So thank you. Oh. Well, I did pick up two of my own from the quilter today. Yeah. So, so you have some. I have to do those first. To keep you busy. Yeah. Oh, before. three actually. Yeah. So. And one for me. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, favorite notion. There's so many. But yeah. I do are... have to clarify though. I was really afraid to use the triangle paper. I just think it kind of scares me to like dive into something new and I love it now. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like fun. Right. Because you're like watching the lines and, you know, right. so. Especially for the smaller triangles. And yeah, I just love the They're perfect. triangle paper by Lisa Bonjean that is sized for charm squares. I yes. think that was genius. Yeah. Because you can just grab some charm squares and there are a few different sizes that work with it. And it's so much easier than having to cut your fabric down oh, yeah. to fit the triangle paper. You can just grab a charm square. Yeah, and you're ready so, to go. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, another question is if we will be doing trunk shows that came in. Yeah, I think definitely with the times. I mean, right now, 
I don't know. It's, right now, most events have been canceled, yeah, but definitely that's which is, something in the future. Yeah, definitely in the future we'll be yeah. doing, you know, those. So yeah, and yeah. we've actually thought about doing some video trunk shows. Yeah, to, a virtual to one put that on the can join YouTube in. channel. So yeah. A live, yeah, a live stream yeah that's right we were, we were talking about that the other day yeah. about doing a live stream so that we would do the trunk show and then questions could come in that we could answer yeah right then yeah. so that that is in the works we have that in the plans for the future yeah so okay this next one uh this actually came in on my blog this question and she said, my backing shifted a lot the last time I did some straight line quilting on a baby quilt using my regular sewing machine. Do you have tips for this? And I can really sense your frustration because I've had that happen before. I generally iron my backing, iron my batting, iron the top. I just press it and the ironing seems to help them stay together really well. And then I use safety pins. And I, I've been, I, I think that's like with a lot of things, you get better the more you do it. So yeah. I haven't had the problem as much. I've quilted a couple of big pillows and table runners and um, have been pleasantly surprised. But I feel like that's, you know, the other thing is I will, I start in the middle and do one half of the project and then I will check the back and yeah. if I need to, I'll repin it if something's bunched up. And then yeah, I would imagine so starting in the middle is a good thing because right, it kind of it's like the core of the project, and right? Yeah, holds it together. So hopefully that helps you. That's just my my quick answer. I don't do a ton of quilting on my machine, but yeah, um, I I do enough to try to stay in practice so that I can do it if I have to. Yeah, but mostly straight lines. So, okay. So the next one is, I wonder if you have a list of the best quilting blogs you follow and which ones you like best. Also, is there a way to know about quilt alongs? I seem to find them when they're finishing up uh, instead of when they start. Okay. So first on quilting blogs, um, because I still read quilting blogs all the time, and I would say probably my absolute favorite is Diary of a Quilter by Amy Smart. Oh, yeah. She's wonderful. So, yeah, she started blogging either just before or just after me. And we've been reading each other's blogs since then. And I I love her blog. um, Also, our marketing director at Moda, Lisa Alexander, has a great quilting blog. Yeah, And she'll share all different sorts of things. Um, Uh, She just recently shared some family quilts that I enjoyed reading about. Yeah. But there are quite a few. There are some that are geared more towards modern quilters and some more traditional. So, but a lot of quilters did quit blogging with the introduction of Instagram. Yeah. So, and you can follow a lot of people that used to blog regularly. You can follow them on Instagram now. Yeah. So, and I feel like Instagram, I see more quilt alongs there than I do on blogs now. What do you think? I I would agree with that. I, that would have been my suggestion is if you're looking for quilt alongs, look on Instagram because they're super popular on there. And then they, they will, a lot of them will bring you to their blog. Like they'll have like an informational page about it, but most of it is done through Instagram now. Right. And so 
I mean, that's where you're going to, that's where, I mean, I did mine on my blog with the hearts at home, but I was also sharing so many things on my feed on Instagram about it. Right. So that's where I think, you know, it's, it's changed so much and you have really seen that because you started out blogging. That was like a big thing. And then, you know, Instagram just kind of like came in and it was just adapting to new platforms. And right. So, yeah. So I, I love blogs and I have a ton of them that I read, but they're not all quilting blogs too. Some of them are, you know, organization blogs or home decor blogs or, um, there's so much value so in the blog there so. because so much more information, so many more pictures. And right. that's why I love yours is say, I'm going back to look at a tutorial or something. There's just a lot of information I can go back through and read. And, right. you know, Instagram, you are limited on what you can do in one post. I mean, you can post up to 10 pictures, right? but it is different. There right. are different platforms and they offer different things. Right. So yeah, and I would say too, on on my Saturday seven blog posts, every Saturday I do a blog post with seven different categories of things that I've found from around the web. And I always have a quilting and sewing category. And that is where I will link to other quilting blogs. Yeah. So every Saturday I will link to one or two or sometimes even three other quilting blogs yeah. on that post. So that's a good way to find them to check out those Saturday posts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what do I do with small scraps of batting or fusible fleece? They tend to pile up. And I'm curious to hear what your answer is because mine are piling up. Like I, I have an entire like storage container of like yeah. bat, excess batting. I'm like, do I keep it for smaller projects? Yes. Small. Oh, <laughs> she's like, yes, you got it. Like, yeah, like smaller pillows and, yeah. and my girls love, they have some smaller pillows they've gotten from you and they love them for their dolls. Yeah. They have them all over in their room and oh my goodness, whenever they come to your house, my mom is like sending them home with like a little (laughs) pillow or a little purse and I'm like, mom, stop, but they love it. So don't stop. Okay. Yeah. No, I feel like, um, I like what you said. Yeah. You have a container. I feel like for batting scraps, you should have one, one container. container, and when it's full, you go through it and you keep all of the biggest pieces and add in your other big pieces, and then yeah. donate the rest. Because oh, I feel that's like awesome. we can't yeah. just keep storing it. So that's yeah. kind of what I do. I have one because con- I used to have three or four containers, and it was ridiculous. You did, and when you moved, when I moved, it was like she was pulling these containers down. Yeah, you yeah. had a tub. So I just decided I'm going to keep one container and it is great. I do use them for table runners, for pillows, yeah, for the pot holders that I make have batting oh, and insulin bright, right? So mug rugs, yeah. placemats. So I do use them, but I do limit myself now too. Yeah. And in fact, I just dropped off, I just dropped off four things at the quilters today. I'm working <laughs> on a a project for 2021 and so anyway she she had leftovers from my big quilts to do the smaller projects oh yeah see and that's where so, I have the most excess is right from quilts right and but I just cannot and I don't want to I don't want to throw it out right those are large pieces yeah so yeah so and for baby quilts too oh yeah sometimes I also 
those jelly roll rugs you can make with batting scraps because they have you cut two and oh, a half really? inch strips of batting and sew them together. So oh, okay. You can use it for that. So oh, awesome. Some, some batting ideas. This next question is really interesting. And I we, love we, this question. We both love it. We both thought about it. And we're both going to kind of go back and give kind yeah. of... We're going to go back in time Back a in time, bit, give it a little bit of our history, and then also look forward as the question yeah. directs. So um, I'll just read it, and then you oh, can okay. start. So where do you feel color trends will go for the rest of the decade? And we're just really early in the decade. Yeah. Um, it seems we have made a shift from reproduction fabric to lighter, happier fabric. Where do you think we are heading? So Chelsea and I are both going to talk about kind of our little fabric color journey and then also we'll answer we'll both answer this one yeah so I loved this question so much so going back about 10 years is when I really started paying a little bit closer attention to your quilting and started getting interested and she would come home with new fabrics (laughs) and I remember when you came um you had happy-go-lucky by Bonnie and Bonnie Camille. And Camille. Yep. And I just fell in love with it because it looked more modern. It was just brighter colors, mm-hmm. modern, but it also did have that feel of reproduction, you know, design in it. Right. Kind and of like a 30s feel. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it had a little bit of both, but that's what caught my attention was the brighter, bolder colors. And you have seen that in the industry. Things shift and definitely more modern quilting that it's been shifting towards, you know? And so for me, I just feel like that's what I go to. I'm drawn towards, you know, a lot happier. You'll see it in my designs. That's where you'll see it is I love the happier, brighter fabrics. And that's kind of what I'm into, but it's also shifted and changed. Um, I just, I I would also say I like a little bit of everything. I appreciate it more now. Like, I see these different designers and what they're designing and, you know, what, what inspires them. And so I love looking at how different everyone is and, you know, just everything they're designing. But I think as we go on, you're going to continually see trends change. You're going to see things brought back. I mean, something you saw when I first started 10 years ago might be brought, that's just how the design, any type of design, um, that's how they go. You know, the trends, they come and go and right. they, they also just reproduce themselves later on just in, there's a different take on everything, but yeah, I mean, I feel like I tend to stick to brighter and a little bit more bold. So right. my home is a little bit more modern. And so that's kind of what I tend to, to go for. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, I'll I'll try to condense mine because it kind of goes back a longer way because I'm old. But um, no, but I, I remember working at Cloth World back when oh, I was a teenager, and I was really into sewing clothes then, and sewed a lot of dresses and shirts, and I even made samples for the store. And I always liked the brighter colors. But when I started quilting, my grandmother used very traditional colors and so I was kind of shopping from her stash a lot in the beginning so I I used those fabrics and then I found the little quilts books and those were very traditional 
palettes too. And so kind of a lot of the early things that I did were, were darker. But then when I discovered quilting blogs in about 2007, here were these bright modern colors. And here was Amy Butler and Anna Maria Super Horner with those designers and Tula Pink and all of these bright colors. And I was just enthralled with them and made several quilts with those brighter colors, I feel like. And then, you know, I fell in love with fig tree. Oh, yeah. For fall, mostly. And I fell in love with Minikin Simpson for 4th of July. And so now, now I have kind of a miss. You know, it's great because you can like more than one style. Yes. And you can decorate with it seasonally. Yeah. So, but I do feel like there has definitely been a shift. And even the darker collections are maybe a little bit brighter. Yeah. And a little bit I would agree happier, with that. I would think. Yeah. So I think we've seen some more muted collections recently, like this Harvest Road yeah. is a little bit more muted, and our Balboa collection is a little bit more muted. Yes, and still perfect for fall. So and I feel like you kind of need both. Yeah. You, you need the bright and happy. You need a good balance. I like balance. that you said that you can like more than one thing. I definitely feel that like right I I started out sewing with a lot of fig tree and that was during the fall it was you know right around Christmas time and I was using the reds and greens and right um so I would definitely say like I said earlier just like appreciating it all you know for what it is and right what it's designed you know for and so yeah I mean but you we will continually see the trends change definitely and you know see see them evolve which is so fun that's like the best part of it all is just seeing how design changes and something fresh and new and actually something I love about Vanessa of Lella Boutique is you'll notice that all of her lines are something different almost every single time you know she really changes up her her color schemes a lot and I appreciate that because I just think it's like whoa that's super bold to switch it up you know right and yeah. yeah. Oh, and I just thought of something too while we were talking. Um, our friend Lisa Bonjean, who uh, is Primitive Gatherings and Moda Designer, she posted this week some of her fall decor photos, oh, yes. and she posted these beautiful cheddar quilts that, you know, it's the prettiest picture. Just gorgeous. And yeah. all of a sudden, I want to make a cheddar quilt because. I found a way that I can use it. Before, I always thought, why would I make a cheddar quilt? It wouldn't fit in my home. But then when I saw yeah. hers and how she had decorated for fall using those cheddar quilts, I am just like, I have to make a cheddar quilt before yeah. next fall because that's how I can use that. And yeah, so, yeah, so, you know, you don't have to decorate it with it something year round that you love, but you can you know, use it seasonally. But yeah. as, as far as where their trends are going, I, I just see things changing. Pretty, yeah. You know, I, I feel like things will change more rapidly. In, yeah. And we'll probably have, you know, all different kinds of colors come in and out. Yeah. Because people just want to embrace what they love and yeah. use it. And that's what's so great right. about it is, right. you know, you're getting so many different things all the time. So. Yeah. Okay, so th- we've had some great topics. Yeah. To, uh, I always have so much fun because we never know what we're going to say. So <laughs> we always learn from each other. So 
Tip of the day, I was just going to really quickly share, I was listening to a whole bunch of podcasts earlier in the week, and one of them was a business podcast, and it was talking about ideas to organize your office. And I thought the tips were great for organizing my office, but I also thought, oh, those are great tips for sewing room too. (laughs) So they shared to think about things that you should organize in these five different zones. Oh, I'm and so excited. This I is great. This so the five different zones are things you use every day. So for sewing, that's the things that your rotary cutter. My rotary cutter, you guys. <laughs> your seam ripper. <laughs> so all those things should be My sewing machine. <laughs> really close proximity. And then things that you use frequently. Okay. So, rotary okay. cutter. Right. So <laughs> close proximity, maybe not right at the sewing machine, but within easy reach. Yeah. And then the third category was use occasionally. So that was stuff that they still felt like you should keep and kind of decide where it should go. Yeah. Even if it's, so say it's a specialty ruler, like a log cabin. Yeah, it doesn't need to be out all doesn't the time. It doesn't need to be out all the time. You only use it occasionally. Yeah. So, and then rarely used, they felt like, you know, that could go in a closet or another storage area. Yeah. And then the fifth one was never used and they suggested donate that stuff. Oh. So I was like, that's great. No, you know? that is great. You can totally apply. It's meant for the business world, but you but can But I totally love that you applied it to, to the a sewing, sewing room. room. Yeah. So that's yeah, my tip that's of the day. Great. <laughs> okay. So this is kind of a different review for today, but I was at the grocery store uh-huh. and uh, the sweetest lady, uh, I'm going to shout her out from our valley. She, <laughs> I ran into her in the parking lot and she was so kind. She was like, I watch you and your mom on the podcast and Aww. you guys do such a great job and I just love it. And so it's kind of a different review, but it was really sweet to like yeah. hear her say those things and, yeah. you know, to stop me in the parking lot. And right. so that was really, really sweet of her and I appreciated it so much. So yeah, thank you so nice. much for that. You know who you are. So, <laughs> yeah. So I think that's it for today. And our next episode will air on Monday, October 19th. Okay. We Billy, to, Billy's giving us the head nod right now. Yes, so. So, <laughs> so Monday, October Keeping us 19th in check. for the next episode. And yeah. Um, we're so glad, uh, whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening in on your favorite subscriber, we are grateful that you're here and, um, love the feedback and love the questions. We really, really appreciate it. And so, yeah, yeah. thanks so much for stopping by. (laughs)